0: My name is Vicki Van Dyke, and I'm back with Confessions of a Potty mo Chef, How to Cheat, Eat, and Be Happy. And now let's talk tofu and two more bruises. Okay, I know that seeing the word tofu is probably compelling you to surge forward to the next chapter. Truth be told, a few years ago, I most certainly would have closed this book myself. Gone for a nap. Tofu, are you kidding me? Tofu tastes like a sponge. Not that I've ever eaten a sponge, but tofu tastes like sponge imagined. Then I met Bruce. Yes, another Bruce. As a matter of fact, this was just a few weeks after Bruce number one and I finally parted company for good. And I guess I should tell you for the sake of clarity that this new Bruce was actually Bruce number three. (laughs) Are you still with me? Bruce number one, just before Pumpkin Spice Bruce, was a one-date wonder and probably the biggest disappointment of my online dating career. Here's what happened. Well, I'd like to say in a nutshell, but I think you know me better than that by now. He contacted me. Turns out he lived on Lake Huron, a few hours south of my heavenly Southampton, but at least he knew the attraction. He was too old for me. Quite frankly, most guys my own age are too old for me, so eight years older is way too old for me. Buddy was quite handsome and a fantastic writer. We shared some poetic emails, some exciting phone calls, and a week later our initial meet and greet was planned for the first night of my solo week-long Southampton rental cottage getaway. Jack was on summer holiday with his father. I was recovering from some minor surgery and Bruce was willing to drive north if I was willing to cook for him. I even offered him the bunkie to sleep over, and we agreed there would be no hanky panky on that first date. Just dinner, a beautiful sunset, I hoped, and an opportunity, oper- a chance for low stress getting to know you. We both felt incredibly optimistic. Maybe this would be it. The chemistry on paper and phone was incredible. Maybe the age thing wouldn't be a factor. Maybe this was destiny. Well, the night before our date, the cottage owner, Larry, informed me there was a water issue at the cottage, and he would be there the following day to fix it. Perhaps I wanted to postpone my arrival by a day? No way, said I. I have a friend meeting me. We'll make do with whatever. (laughs) I wasn't about to postpone destiny. I arrived at the cottage and met Larry in the throes of a plumbing party. Shiloh and I moved in. I beautified a bit and started preparing dinner homemade cheeseburgers by request, and one of my famous salads. There I was, sipping wine, nervous and excited about my upcoming date, and all the while chatting it up with Larry, knee-deep in wrenches and pipes, who, as it turns out, was a fan of my radio show and quite a bit of fun. Now, speaking of wine, Bruce had mentioned that he wasn't much of a wine connoisseur. He was more of a brandy drinker. That should have been a dead giveaway right there. Who the heck is just a brandy drinker? I mean, I know people who have a brandy after dinner, but I'm pretty sure I've never encountered anyone who only drinks brandy. But I was still enraptured by the poetic emails, flirtatious phone calls. So when he asked what type of wine he should bring for me, I ignored the brandy thing and sweetly replied, Oh, anything will be fine. (laughs) <laughs> that is so not like me. Anything is not fine. I strongly dislike Chardonnays, especially the heavily oak kind. Might as well suck on a picnic table. And sweet Rieslings aren't my favorite either. I'm a little easier to please in the red department, although I do find that certain cheaper table wines taste like yeast. I have learned to love Canadian Bacon noir, and I also love a bold Chianti. But for some reason, I did not specify any of that to Bruce number one. I just said, whatever, I'm never at a loss for wine and I didn't want to appear too picky. Bruce arrived. We had a big hug at the door and he even attempted a tiny peck. And you know how within three minutes a woman knows if she'll kiss a guy? Within three minutes, I knew that this was never, ever going to work out, never, ever, ever. His skin looked like it was made of wax. I'm not sure how else to describe it, but you would have thought the man had never seen a ray of sunshine in his life. He was downright pasty, and he had so much goop in his full head of gray hair that it wouldn't budge in a hurricane. He was wearing a short sleeve dress shirt tucked into his jeans that looked like something my father would have worn 30 years ago. No, we're not talking vintage. He was all smiley and happy and immediately poured himself a glass of brandy, that bottle being the only thing that entered my cottage with him. I kept waiting for the wine he had promised, but it never materialized. In the meantime, Larry was still plugging away at the plumbing, so I invited him to stay for dinner. What was I supposed to do? Let the poor man starve while Bruce and I ignored him while feasting outdoors? I'm not built that way. I wanted water in the cottage, and truth be told, I was beginning to think Larry was more fun than Bruce. Bruce seemed shocked that I would invite the plumber to join us. But what could he do? My rental cottage, my dinner. It was a lovely evening that promised one of Southampton's glorious sunsets over the sparkling waters. Even though I was feeling very uncertain, I figured I had no choice but to make the best of it. "'Hey, Bruce, do you want to do the barbecue honors?' I asked brightly, hoping to somehow include him in the process. He was hovering around me like a ravenous dog, and I was feeling uncomfortable. "'I am perfectly capable of grilling burgers, but isn't that supposed to be a manly thing, roasting flesh over a flame?' I was trying to be nice to offer up a chance. Bruce stared at me in disbelief. "'I thought you said you were going to cook me dinner.' He was serious. <laughs> okay. Yep, I am, no problem. I'm pretty sure my eyes were rolling, so I turned away and opened up the barbecue lid. Bruce just about fainted. Really? Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness gracious, Vicky! really? How could anybody possibly cook on that monstrosity? It is filthy. I suggest you get that cottage owner, whatever his name is, over here, pronto, and insist he purchase a new one. <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, Bruce, that's why God invented barbecue brushes. You crank up the heat, burn off the old crap, and then you brush it away. <gasps> no way, no effing way oh jeez, how men who cannot say the word fuck annoy me this filthy beast will at the very least require paper towels and soap and disinfectant and who knows what else i'm sure if he could have harumphed he would have he stomped off into the kitchen i assume, to find the necessary supplies i began wondering how to politely ask him to leave before dinner I had absolutely no idea how I was gonna endure a meal, let alone a night and maybe even breakfast with this man. If there's one thing you may have figured out about me by now, I'm not terribly anal. I live much like I cook, by the seat of my pants. I like a reasonably clean house and a reasonably clean barbecue, but I also like to have fun. And I've learned that anal people are usually too busy being anal to have fun. And Bruce was anal times a hundred. Eventually, I finished barbecuing the burgers. I readied the table, which was overlooking the lake in anticipation of that spectacular sunset. And the men sat down. I went back to the kitchen to retrieve the salad, except I couldn't find it. I'd made it about an hour earlier and just left it sitting on the counter. It was gone. I couldn't believe it. Did someone steal my salad? And then I looked in the fridge. There it was. Bruce had put it in the fridge because he didn't want it to go bad sitting on the counter. (laughs) I've made a lot of salads in my time, and many of those salads have sat on my counter for way longer than an hour. You know how it is when the wine gets flowing and you keep putting off dinner, and no one has ever died. No one has even ever puked. Not in Brucey's world. Brucey, with the waxy skin, rock-hard hair, ugly shirt, bad manners, no wine, and clean freak obsession had put my salad in the fridge. So we ate. Larry and I chatted and laughed and enjoyed the food. Bruce sat at his end of the table like a sullen brat, picking at his burger silent and obviously perturbed. I ignored him. I was hoping for a miracle you know the kind where he just suddenly vanishes into thin air no such luck but larry did have to vanish oh please don't go for a moment to go chat with his neighbors i started to clear the table bruce didn't budge just sat there sipping his brandy and scowling you know what vicky It deeply saddens me to say this, but it appears to me that you are on a date with Larry, not me. I am finding your behavior to be quite rude. Me? Rude? (laughs) I was speechless. As I stood there, plates in hand, desperately hoping for some clever comeback to magically escape my lips, he announced, I do not think this is going to work. Oh my goodness. If relief was audible, you would have heard mine across the lake in Michigan. Without further ado, and trying not to smile too broadly, I placed the dishes back on the table. You know something, Bruce? I think you're right. And since it's not going to work, I really don't see any point in you staying the night. Of course not. I shall leave right after I finish this drink. I, being the ever caring and concerned soul, had another suggestion. You know, I really don't think that drinking and driving is a good idea, Bruce. So maybe now would be better. I couldn't believe I said it. Oh, I was so very glad that I did. I could not tolerate another moment. He took the hint. I walked him to his car. And when he opened the hatchback to load up his brandy, lo and behold, if there wasn't a huge bouquet of fresh flowers in a vase tucked into the corner. (laughs) Now I was truly incredulous. Okay, maybe no wine, but who in the world brings flowers to a first date and leaves them in the car? What was he gonna do? Check me out first? See if I was worth it? Hightail it out of there with his flowers if I didn't cut the mustard? apparently nice flowers I left who are they for obviously not you not anymore (laughs) and that was that he drove off without another word and I can tell you emphatically that in my entire dating career I have never been so happy to see someone leave (laughs) bye-bye Larry and I enjoyed the rest of the evening immensely he couldn't believe that Bruce left but he didn't care much The sunset was a beauty. The conversation flowed, we didn't care about the dirty barbecue and no one died from the salad. I rented Larry's Cottage many times thereafter, sent him a few new renters too and he and his wife are still friends of mine to this day. So now that I've covered Bruce number one and Bruce number two, let's get back to Bruce number three and tofu. After Bruce's one and two, I was pretty sure I was done with Bruce's forever. I mean, really, how many can there be? And in the same year, then I met the captain. Online, of course. There he was in his photo, standing on a sailboat, cheeky smile and a hot pink t-shirt. Big, strong arms and a hot pink t-shirt. Soul patch, you know, that little tuft of beer direct, directly under the lower lip and a hot pink t-shirt. I am a sucker for all of these things, so I fired off a quick note. There is nothing sexier than a man in a hot pink t-shirt. It's true, isn't it? A man confident enough to wear pink is truly confident. He wrote back and his subject line was, my first time to you. I was instantly intrigued. That one little line was filled with so much optimism. My first time. In other words, there will be many more. He made a bit of small talk, and then I saw the signature. Bruce. There it was, in all its glory. Bruce! What are the fucking odds I was blown away and almost decided to end all communication then and there. My Bruce track record was not exactly golden. But there was still that beautiful hot pink t-shirt, which, as it turns out, was actually red. Oh, well, I reckoned... What can a few emails hurt? Ah, huh. let's find out on the next episode of Confessions of a Potty Mouse Chef, how to cheat, eat, and be happy. I'm Vicki Van Dyke. See you next time.